Welcome back to another episode of Crushin' Lemons. Today we've got another mini-sode episode featuring my co-host and I, Allie from Full Life Coaching, as we dive into another topic to help you turn your lemon moment into your very own lemonade. Today's topic for the mini-sode is focused on hope, optimism, and a glass half full kind of mindset. So it's time to sit back, relax, grab some lemonade, and join Allie and I as we talk about how to turn your lemon moments into your very own lemonade. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode four of the Crushing Lemons mini-sode series, where I'm joined by Allie from Full Life Coaching, and we talk about your lemon moments, or in this case, we're just working through things that we're aware of as we're waiting for you guys to head over to crushandlemons.com slash submitmylemon so that we can connect with you. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, so today's topic is going to be talking about kind of the the struggles and the hard times that a lot of people have been facing, not only in a pandemic, but in everyday life and how do you kind of hold hope as one of the, those main things in your life and look at life with a glass half full perspective rather than a glass with a hole in it and everything's just draining out? Um, mm-hmm. So, Allie, I'm just going to I'm going to bounce this one in your court to see what your thoughts are on this topic. Um, what do we call this? We call this optimism. We call it glass half full. We call it just positive outlook maybe some people call it um it's a big can of worms but it's one that i think we're talking about because i i mean you could probably agree life happens and life happens pretty suddenly sometimes and when those sometimes moments do come up i don't know if you're you're anything like me out there folks but It is so easy to go into panic mode. I choose to go into catastrophizing because, again, I I just lean that side. I am not the calm in the storm when certain things happen. But then there are moments where it does show through this calm and this sort of collected headspace. And um, it feels... Like everything's going to be okay. And I think that's what we're trying to get at. So I guess I'll start with a very recent example. My father-in-law, my husband's dad, uh, he had a major stroke in November. And it happened while we were all together. They live out of state. We don't, we live apart. And when it happened... You know, loss of mobility, loss of, you know, voice control, all of those things as a 50 something year old person were were debilitated, were gone. And it took this decision when that happened, you know, how do we how do I show up for my father in law? How do I support him when it's terrifying? I mean, it's happening in front of you this this moment of him having a stroke and then mix that with you know a month later how do you get back on your feet literally in so many different ways um and i think 
I share this example very openly with our audience because, you know, a stroke is just one example, but you might have someone out there who was diagnosed with cancer or you are going through a breakup or you lost your job or heaven forbid you were in a car accident, right? These things have life happens and it happens very suddenly. So in those sudden moments, you know, how can you proactively prepare yourself in this mental space to know that those moments will come and acknowledge that that will happen? And then two, when it is happening, how how do you choose to show up? Are you choosing to show up with the catastrophizing sort of mindset or are you showing up? And my example, I you know, my husband and I chose to go live with my in-laws for a month and clean the home and cook and take care of the dog when we could and help with the yard. And you do all of these things because time has allowed us to, because our abilities, we are able-bodied people to go do these things. Um, so, so yeah, I would just say that is what allowed me to carry this optimism throughout the last month and a half was knowing and acknowledging the things that goes back to what we, the broken record, again, the span of control, right? What can I do to support a situation that is out of my control? Focusing on the span of control is something that I think is really important, especially in situations like this, where you really don't have control over necessarily what kind of negative things may happen to you in your life. Um, And everybody's going to react differently to similar situations. So where you guys had the ability to go stay with your in-laws, others may not have that option or possibility due to financial issues or distance issue or a lot of other struggles. Um, So that that's, again, like we've talked about before, is don't necessarily compare yourself to others as you're trying to overcome these these hard obstacles, but look inside and see what you can do to maybe help that position or the what had happened maybe improve, even if it's just slightly, because um, it's kind of a, it's, it's a process like anything else. It, it's one step after the other. Um, so you just have to slowly start kind of ramping up and figuring out What are ways that you can make the best out of a bad situation? There's another side to this too, right? Is like you said, it's what can I do to help or fix like the action I can take? But then there's this other side to optimism that I think a lot of people don't really talk about that's important. And that is in some situations, there's nothing you can do. There's literally no action, no motion, no task that could be done to remedy or address a situation, right? And I think that's frustrating. I think that's really frustrating for, you know, folks who that's all they want to do is be able to help. Or I think about parents, right? Like being a parent, you're wired to want to make sure your, your kiddos are okay and that they're happy and that they have what they need. But sometimes that kiddo just has to get upset. Like they just have to throw that fit and you just have to stand there and take it and 
because that's what they need. They just need to to be upset. And I think this idea of doing nothing and instead listening, I think a lot of people forget listening is a huge, huge component of being able to live optimistically um, because listening can allow you for opportunity to gain different perspective or totally see something through someone else's eyes. Um, I don't know if that's ever happened for you, Ryan, but I, again, I, I wish I would have known that growing up, this value that there is on listening and how that skill alone can do wonders for someone's outlook on their life. Wonders. Well, and if we were to take a trip back in time to the first time you were a guest on this show. (laughs) That was the time travel. Um, One of the topics we talked about and kind of focused on heavily at one point in the conversation was the act of active listening. And it it's one thing to listen and just have sound waves hit your eardrums and kind of take that in. But it's another thing to actively pay attention to what somebody is saying and try to put yourself in their shoes and see the situation from a new light. Um, so it's not just listening, but it's active listening that is really important to help you kind of shape your perspective and maybe shed some light on situations like these. Um, and maybe just the act of that active listening can help bring some of the the positivity or joy back in um, because it changed your perspective just from that one little act. Totally. How, so I'm curious, Ryan, how do you like define or look at active listening as a thing? So like our listeners are hearing us talk this active listening and yeah, of course, like you think about your ear or you think about someone speaking and you're like tuned in, but what it, what do you do to be actively listening to a person like we are right now? Well, I think one of the first things to address is what not to do when you're trying to active listen. And it's something that I feel like as humans in general, we have a tendency to do because in general, people like the conversation to be about them um, and kind of that self-interest. And so one of the things you have to try not to do, at least kind of the way I look at it, is you don't necessarily want to let your mind wander to other places that don't pertain to what your conversation and what you're trying to listen about. Um, Cause it's very mm-hmm. easy to daydream and you may be there in front of somebody listening and partaking in a conversation, but an hour later you may have no recollection of what that conversation really even was about because you were a little too busy daydreaming about what kind of ice cream you want for a snack later. Oh, I'm so guilty of that. Mm. <laughs> Especially with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess for me, that that's kind of, when I think about active listening, it's really trying to be present in the conversation and listen not only to the words that somebody's saying, but also try to pick up on some of the emotion that's coming through in that conversation Um, Because if you listen for different inflections in their voice or body language and things like that, it's not always, again, what the words are that you hear. It's kind of being able to put those pieces together 
and really try to have that understanding of where the other person's coming from so that you can think about it and provide some constructive feedback or constructive um, energy into that conversation. Totally. Active listening is this really, and I know we're kind of drawing off the main course here, but it, it does flow back in because I think active listening is something it's not taught anywhere formally. It's not this thing you talk about, you know, in school or with your parents or with your friends. And it's this, it's this like hidden gem that you kind of learn as you grow up that is a make or break it when it comes to mindset. Because I'll go back to my own self and this catastrophizing that I can t sometimes tend to do. Catastrophizing is when you're looking so far ahead in the future and making your own judgment calls before you even know anything. But for me to be able to know something requires me to listen actively to the other perspective or listen to the situation that I'm in or listen to my environment. So I think it ties really well back into this idea of, of optimism and how do you live with a glass half full is you do it by presence and by being in these moments with all of your senses to as best of your ability and letting those things be enough, not the actions that you're putting forward because the action that you put forward might not be something that that person or that environment or that situation needs, right? So you can't, you can't count on that for your satisfaction. All you can count on is this individual self. Okay. How am I choosing to show up and listening in to those things and those cues to basically build yourself up and build a healthy mindset? Well, look at that. Lassoed it, man. <laughs> Put a lasso around it. Got it. Well, and on, on those same lines, one of the things that kind of as you were describing those different actions that made me think of is don't forget about self-care either. And especially in those times mm. where it's difficult and you may be struggling or people around you are struggling, having all of that burdened on you can definitely bring your mood down, bring on depression, things like that. So yes. if you're ever in these moments and struggling, maybe take a step back, read a book, take a bubble bath. Or if you're looking for a glass that's half full, my favorite method is to open a new bottle of wine. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I'm sorry, that was a terrible joke, but I just had to throw that in there. That was perfect. That was perfect. I hope that I hope that you keep that one. Oh, I'm, I'm going to keep that, that was for a sure. Nice borderline dad joke borderline <laughs> um but yeah self-care is definitely something to not be overlooked especially if you're struggling and trying to figure out ways to be a little bit more hopeful and optimistic is maybe just take a step back reflect a little bit re-energize and then try to look at things in a new light mm -hmm. i don't know about you all i have a massage on my goals for this week legitimately it is the number one goal i have this week because I know that that will recharge my batteries. So 10 out of 10 would recommend self-care, which we can definitely talk about in a future episode. I don't know, Ryan, what you think of that, but self-care is, yes. is a good one. Great topic. 
Yeah, this this one, though, optimism and having that during challenging times. I mean, we can't speak for everybody, right? We can't speak for personal situations and anyone's lives and what's going on right now. But hopefully these nuggets have been valuable and you can, you know, take pieces of it with you in whatever situation you might be going through right now. Um, That's the goal, right? So thanks for tuning into that. Yeah, our our little side tangents, our rants. Hopefully you guys are finding this helpful. I, I know just by Allie and I hanging out, even though it's digital, I think it brings a little bit of joy and lightness to our our routine as well. Um, I know I look forward to getting to record, so. I have this like giddy little smile right now, so. And I'm also just like hanging out. I'm hanging out with my pal, my pal Ryan. It's true. It's It's a nice breakup to the day, and I think it, again, is something to look forward to. So hopefully listeners out there have those things, big or small, um, that they can look forward to. And sometimes that don't feel all that great. I will say too, um, on this note, when those times do happen, like I'll use again, my in-law example, um, you can allow yourself to find and take and soak in those moments of joy and make them for yourself. So great example, my husband and I, we did a weekly, we just went on a date every week that we were back home, you know, got us out of the house. We got to change scenery, put some new nice clothes on and just go hang out and do something that, like you said, it was like the bubble bath. It reset the, it reset everything. Um, so yeah, just some, uh, again, more food for thought for folks out there who just need a little creative juices uh, right now. Well, with that, we're basically to the end of our 15 minute time slot for this episode. So once again, I want to thank everybody for joining us today as we kind of talked about this, uh, ways to look at hope and kind of overcome some of these challenges. And if you're struggling with your own lemon moment and looking for some free advice, head over to crushinglemons.com slash submitmylemon and Allie and I would love to feature it on an upcoming episode. So please, please, please head over there and drop us a note. Please, please, please. That was your echo. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we love you guys. We hope this content's been great. Um, we'll keep the ideas flowing ourselves too, but we're here for you. So um, holler, holler at your people. Awesome. Well, with that, thank you guys again. And we look forward to talking about some more topics in our upcoming episodes. Can't wait. Bye, guys. See you.